Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Eye of the Watchers podcast, where we give you all the information you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. I am Sam, your host for the day, evening, afternoon, whatever it is. Sam, aka Just Casual, here I have with me Manny, aka Manster. Hey everyone, how's it going? Like Sam said, I hope you're having a good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever, indeed. Yep, that's the beauty of podcasts. You can basically listen to wherever you want, wherever you want. So we're giving you the information wherever convenient to you, right? I think uh, that's our big selling point or or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was awkward. <laughs> but what's not awkward is a topic we're going to be talking about today. So yes, we have talked about All-Stars already a little bit before. But since our first episode, groups have been revealed. The schedule has been revealed. So we get to talk a little bit more about the nitty-gritty, kind of talking about how the groups were decided, what matches you probably want to watch if you don't want to commit five hours over, you know what, five hours, 10 hours, 15, 20 hours or so. Uh, five hours a day, I think, uh, yeah. to watch all this stuff, unless uh, you really want to, which uh, I probably will be. Manny, I'm guessing, will probably be as well. Yeah, it, I'm definitely going to put in all my, my time and effort to watch yeah. all of all of All-Stars. <laughs> Couch potatoes for real this weekend. But anyway, yeah, All-Stars is this weekend, so we're going to tell you which, what, which matches you probably want to watch and give our predictions of how All-Stars is going to go and what we're really excited about. So let's... Let's just jump into it. Um, let's, let's talk about how the groups are decided. Manny, you want to take tackle that one? Yeah, sure. So um, groups, uh, in case you are a veteran, you know, joining us, um, if you know about the EU LCS, how they chose their groups, I think it's technically called the snake draft. Um, that's how the groups themselves were decided. So group A had, you know, the best team in the world aka lck because they won worlds um mm. they were immediately allotted to that and so then at that point they asked the lck who they wanted to uh you know send to group b aka like the second best team you know or pretty much a team they didn't want to verse and it continued onward like that with each you know prior pick picking the other team or the other group's team um mm. so it ended up being the Group A has the LCK, the LMS, the EU LCS, and the Turkish League. Group B finishes with the LPL, NALCS, GPL, and CB LOL, which is Brazil. And uh, the GPL would be, uh, in this case, Vietnam uh, or Southeast Asia. But. Yeah, um, just a little correction. <laughs> we realized when we were uh, talking about it before, we said the LMS um, was, I think we said Thailand, Thailand or something yeah. like that. We're a little off on that one. It includes a few regions in the like Taiwan, Macau, and Hong and Kong. What was the third one? That's another region. Oh, Hong Kong. Yeah. So it's they broke off the GPL before. It was GPL used to be just kind of like Southeast Asia. It's broken up. Um, LMS is its own LMS region, whatever that means. But it's basically Hong Kong, uh, Taiwan, Taiwan, and Macau. Macau. Yeah. And then so, the GPL has mm -hmm. technically like a bunch of uh, LCSs or, you know, like series uh, consisting mm -hmm. of, at that point, there we go with like Vietnam, Thailand, you know. But I guess that some way, like they all have like a huge like Super League, I'm guessing. But regardless, 
Vietnam is the team that, uh, you know, the series that ended up winning their own tournament to choose the all-star representatives of the region. Um, yeah, so it's super interesting because everyone else has like a hosh posh of the all-stars and basically making their dream team. While the GPL is sending their full five-man team of whoever the best team is of the region of the whole big region, because it's it's a very small region and underdeveloped or under ex- or lacking experience compared to the other major regions. Yep. So that's why this one is kind of a weird exception to the rules, which kind of also brings a little bit of a, maybe an advantage to the to all stars. I'm not really sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think something that's very interesting to know as well is that in case you don't know. Who GPL, who you know the Vietnam representatives are. Um, it's pretty much a selection of um, the Gigabyte Marines, which are crowd favorites. I'd say, like from this past year, everyone's been loving them, you know. And then Young Generation, which is like the second tier um, team uh, for for the region. But notably, they have Levi. Uh, I think a lot of people are gonna have their eyes on him because um, he's just a crazy player to, to look at. So it's very interesting. And I think that's a perfect segue to matches to watch, right? I think like what we were talking about before is it's really difficult to sometimes like, especially if you're a casual watcher, it's like, man, maybe I don't want to watch every single region, right? If you're mm-hmm. from NA, I do recommend watching all of NA's matches. If you can't, that's understandable. Um, but here are some of the, the big matches you should watch, definitely from the group stage of uh, the All-Star event. Um, I mean, we did have here, we, me and Sam had talked about this before, that, I mean, again, North America, they st- do start off the tournament against the Brazil All-Stars. Um, granted, maybe they're not necessarily the best. I think they still had strong showing. Uh, they have some interesting players, but... NA is going to be playing against them, so it'll be interesting to see truly how good the NA team could be, right? I think mm-hmm. with any all-star event, it's like, will these players actually mesh together? You know, will they actually be, like, good? Uh, maybe we see some crazy picks, right? Uh, Zoe's enabled. You know, we have, like, the preseason patch, and it's going to be finally a time where we could see it. In you know North American time, like without having to be awake at odd hours of the day, you know, watching <laughs> everyone else play it. Uh, so yeah. I think it's gonna be super interesting. The second big big match is gonna be the Korean All Stars versus the European LCS All Stars. Um, I think like the biggest thing is that we have a couple members of Misfits who nearly were able to defeat SKT. So can they made they- the gods bleed. Yeah, they made the gods bleed a lot. <laughs> And, <laughs> and I think sweat, it, bleed and, and sweat, bleed and sweat. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how the LCK is able to respond with again the super team, with uh, still having Faker as the only SKT representative going. So I think mm-hmm. it's it's going to be definitely uh, very interesting. Um, EU is just pretty much Misfits and Fnatic, uh, with the addition of Yankos, um, but. First Blood King. The First Blood King. So after that, I want to say that I know we've been talking about NA, but NA versus GPL. I think, I think first of all, I think you should be watching the GPL regardless. 
<laughs> okay, actually, before we go on, I want to talk about that, yes, that first matchup ahead. that we talked about, LCK yeah, yeah. versus EU. So there's a t- there's a ton of hype, like we mentioned. We do have to remember, like, we always get excited about like taking down uh, LCK, right? The Korean teams because they are by far the favorites over everyone. And every time you doubt them, they just like smash it in your face, and and like we, no one ever gets a win off of LCK. We're hoping, you know, Miss, like we said, Misfits did take down SKT, which is one of the best Korean teams. But then Korea, SKT did get stomped by uh, Samsung during the finals. So it's like, oh, who did they really beat? Did they beat the best Koreans? You know, it's like very questionable. But at the same time, you know, um, when we talk about Misfits and their performance, Ignar was a huge part of being like bringing out these crazy support picks so hopefully we can see some really cool support picks while we usually see Korea, you know, stick to a very uh, confident understanding of what they believe the meta is. And Kespa Cup just finished, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. So they have just gotten over their own tournament where they're like, okay, we probably have a good understanding of what this preseason meta looks like. And, you know, Europe, hopefully will not try to go toe-to-toe with them in like this even meta, but bring out some crazy picks going into that. That being said, all these things, we don't know how serious people are in these 5v5s. I think a lot of these pros really, really put emphasis on the 1v1s if they are participating in it. So when it comes to the 5v5s, they probably haven't been practicing a ton. They're probably just going into it a, a lot more overconfident too. And the Korean team looks absolutely stacked and terrifying. So, um, yeah, no, I, but we can I agree. hope <laughs> there's always the hope, right? We always talk about the there gap closing. Mm-hmm. I think we saw the closest of the gap ever closing was this world's right. But at the same time, like, yeah. you, like you mentioned, like <clears throat> it was a sluggish SKT, you know, was it really as, I mean, I, 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 I won't take any credit away from misfits. I think what they did was oh, absolutely yes, yes, amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting them whatsoever. But at, at yeah. truly, like, would they have been able to do that same feat against SKT at its prime, right? Like, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not, right? We, we're, we're not sure. We can't necessarily do that. So I think, yeah. like, this being the second match of the tournament, it's going to be awesome, right? Yep. And, and again, or not again, but when we talk about these pro players that are playing against each other, especially in the major regions, even in some of the minor regions, when it comes to mechanics, not every everyone's not that far from each other. Uh, Korea just surpasses everyone in their macro understanding of this game and probably their, their coaching staff and their training and stuff like that. But again, you're playing with people that you don't play with regularly. So who knows how their macro turns out? Who knows how poor the communications are behind the scenes when it comes to these kind of dream teams and all-star teams. So... Like Power of Evil could win the mid lane matchup and then just for some reason uh they throw it or S- or uh, or LCK throws it. Like who knows what happens because these macro calls are so important to professional play and you're not gonna see amazing macro here in all stars. Right, right. And, and you know, there again, it's not necessarily same teams, it's all about meshing together, right? So I think it's it's a whole array of different things. Uh, there was also an interview today at the recording of this episode um, that was released with Faker, and they asked him like, "Oh, Faker, you know, like, 
you know, how does it feel being like the only SKT member? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's kind of awkward. It's like, oh, really? It's like, yeah, you know, especially a little awkward of ambition because, you know, he beat me in the finals. <laughs> and it's like, it's like super lighthearted, but like, and funny, you know, he's like, but oh, we'll be fine. You know, we're, we're, we're professionals. And they asked him, it's like, oh, do you have any interesting picks? And this goes back to like, again, the, the whole aspect of maybe there will be some very interesting picks we see. Right. Mm-hmm. And he said, hopefully I'll be able to, to make the crowd happy with the picks, you know, with, with fake or patented picks. So Ooh. hopefully we see some interesting stuff. I really hope we see Zoe. She's absolutely broken, you know, whatever. I think it'd be yeah, she's not really fun <laughs> to see her at least in a couple games before she gets like perma banned. Or maybe she just looks awful and they don't ever even pick her, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's always that possibility. But yep, yep. I think first two matches definitely worth the watch. I mean, if you do have the time, I I do want to say like you should definitely watch the majority of this tournament. I think most matches are definitely fun. At the very least. Um, so, you know, it's it's very interesting. So then the next one is that I wanted to talk about is going to be day two, which is North America versus GPL. Um, and the first major tournament, international tournament that we saw the Gigabyte Marines uh, attack and destroy <laughs> the NA <laughs> representatives in TSM. They ruined our chances. They did, but you know, it was the first time and it was the Gigabyte Marines and everyone's like, who is this team? It was crazy. They were wild, you know, and fun to watch. Very fun to watch. So fun to watch. So, I mean, as much as I recommend, if you're from NA watching all of NA's uh, like games, I also highly recommend if you get the chance to watch them with GPL games, to definitely give them a watch. I mean, they took Longju Gaming to like the absolute extreme. They ended up losing, but man was it close you know like so mm-hmm. i think it's a, it's a fun 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 like series to watch um again we've discussed na i think people are saying na has cheated a bit because you know you can only send two representatives from your league they technically have three because mike young joined tsm uh <laughs> so you know people have been joking about that um and then their coach is Song, which is also now TSM's coach. So it's like, people are like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe TSM can win an international event. Uh, <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, I think the other thing to know is that some teams might not seem as strong or you might not know if they're actually strong. You know, I mean, China has always seemed like a strong region. So it's going to be interesting to see again how they pair up against NA, you know. If they make it out of the groups, how they go against Korea, like, you know, things like that. And I want to say the same goes for the LMS. Um, if if you are a veteran, if you've been watching uh, esports, uh, competitive league esports, you should have noticed that the LMS has been kind of like struggling the past few years. Um, I mean, Flash Roll is such a famous organization. You know, it's not been the same, right? They're not the... Famous scary flash wolves. So it's it's definitely interesting to to see how maybe are they are they just struggling as a region? You know, maybe it's just mm-hmm. team. So I think seeing kind of like a packed like all star dream team will be will be interesting for sure, you know. Yep, yep. And I think I think it's also just a, a cool event where you get to see 
players you usually don't see. You know, I mean, some of these players didn't even make it to Worlds. So it's like you wouldn't even be able to see them at Worlds, right? So I think mm-hmm. it's it's really, really cool that we get the chances to see some of these players. Maybe some surprising things will happen, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the fun things about these uh, minor regions or overlooked regions, when Korea plays against them, when North America or Europe or LPL, when these teams that think they have it in the bag uh, play against these minor regions, you're going to have them picking crazy picks and getting really cocky. So you might be able to see like your Riven, like your favorite champion Riven, like go off and like that's really fun. Or you might see them get wrecked because they get way too cocky in their team comp. Like we've seen that happen where they pick a team comp that makes absolutely no sense and they like just can't finish the game because like, oh, we didn't have any wave clear or tower pushing abilities and uh yeah that didn't work out <laughs> yeah yeah so, no, ex- exactly uh, there's always there's always chances for just crazy comebacks or even if they do get stomped it's like wow we finally get to see like fakers leblanc again just completely pop off and go 15 and 2 you know yeah so, it's like maybe there's a, there's maybe faker goes each. decides to play garen mid you know which was played against them last <laughs> all-stars or since you know like they're i, I and that's what I think. Like, I hope we see some of these crazier picks. I think teams we will. teams will definitely will. like try for some of them. Um, but mm-hmm. again, I think I think that's why I recommend watching all the games. Uh, if you can't live, that's understandable. It's a lot of time commitment. But if you can watch the vods afterwards, highly recommended. Um, the casting team is there, and you know, I think Riot Games is one of the best casting teams. And yes, it's a little bit biased, but you know that that's at least <laughs> my opinion on 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 that. So I think I think you know we, we recommend watching all, but I think definitely watch the LCK versus EU. Watch the majority of NA. Uh, I mean, if you're from EU, definitely try to watch EU's games. I think they have a solid team. Um, kind of surprising that no no member of G two made it, but. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it, I think I think it ends up being like kind of like popularity, and people were like, "Ah, they've disappointed us yet again. No more." <laughs> <laughs> the villains of EU, basically, the bad boys yeah, the of bad EU. Boys right? of EU. Yeah. Um, another thing that we were talking about is watching the bottom teams face off. I don't think you mentioned mm. that yet, right? Yeah. So the bot the bottom teams facing off is always really exciting because, um. I think both teams know that there's a chance and no one wants to be last place. No one wants to be known as a uh, weakest region. So, And what you typically see from minor regions is they're not all there yet when it comes to clean play and macro play. And again, you have like a conglomeration of players that haven't played together usually. So you get some crazy bloodbaths and some weird picks because suddenly they're not like, oh, this the, there's only two viable champions in the top lane and only one mid lane champion and you have to play that like they don't uh, care about those rules they're just like i play garen because it works and we and i'm a good garen player and you see this crazy stuff happen and it's so fun so i'll definitely be watching like the turkey versus cb lol or turkey versus vietnam or those kind of matches that would be those are going to be really fun to watch yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree. I mean, again, you might see you might see Urga again being pulled out, right? It's like picks mm-hmm. that other teams might even lose to because they don't know they've never played, you know, 
against these pigs yeah. in a competitive setting. So they might be <laughs> like, wait, how, how do I, what, what do I do? You know? So I think, I think again, it's, it's a very fun tournament throughout and you might see definitely some things that, that are surprising. You know, that's, yeah. that's why without, without a doubt, I recommend watching like the majority of this tournament. I think it's going to be pretty cool. And I mean, we haven't even touched on half of it, but we'll, we'll talk about that soon. Um, <laughs> Another another thing I want to mention is if you're watching, if you aren't watching it live, you're watching the VODs, really easy way if, again, you you want to watch the VODs, but you're not going to watch all of them. If you go to um, <clears throat> the uh, LOL Event VODs subreddit, LOL Event VODs, they, they cover like the EULCS, NALCS, and all of these like tournaments. And then there's also a voting system to talk about like where people that are watching can vote on what games are the best to watch without getting spoiled. So you can go to there and you can feel like, oh, apparently the LMS versus EU was a really, really good game and the most highly voted game to watch. So you could just watch one game per day or whatever you want to do. So you can see where these rate and you can be like, oh, LCK versus NA was not a highly rated match. LCK probably beat them and it was really boring. So just don't watch it, you know? Yeah. So that's another way to figure out which VODs you want you can watch if you just want some action and fun games. For sure. For sure. So I think I think we 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 need to go on to to the biggest question that some of the viewers might have. And that is what are what are your predictions of who's gonna take predictions the tournament? For- who's gonna win? Who's who's the best dream team? NALCS, oh, yes. oh, yeah. all the way. No <laughs> doubt, no doubt in my mind. <laughs> no, but for real, if I had to put money on it, um, it has to be LCK. They're just their team just looks scary, like frighteningly strong. Yeah, yeah, they they do, they do. It looks scarier than Samsung, like as a full five. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, they have one of one of the best, if not the best, bot lane in the world. Like. Faker, like I don't know, it's it's tough. Uh, I I'm gonna to to not be boring. I think if 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 LCK were to not win it, I think the next most likely candidates are gonna be the LPL, which is the Chinese team. It, that's not how you say NALCS. Oh, oh yeah, that's I'm weird. sorry. Did I stutter? <laughs> 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 if I had to put money on it, I'm gonna say the NALCS is gonna just. They okay, first of all, I'm gonna say they hopefully make it out of groups <laughs> and then oh follow gosh. that. We're gonna be so mean, oh, yeah. And then don't. follow that with they're gonna lose their first series against like the LCK or, or like one of the other teams. Um, uh. but yeah, so I think if it's not the LCK, it will most likely be the LPL. Uh, I think, I think they do have mm-hmm. a strong team. I mean, you know, very strong individuals. Uzi's like such a awesome player that I hope he can win something else aside from a 1v1 tournament. (laughs) (laughs) For Uzi. It's 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 um, (laughs) Yeah, so it's probably LCK and LPL and because they are in it's most likely if they both place first in their groups then they won't match each other until the finals. Right? Because First place of groups A will face against second place of group B and vice versa on the other side of the bracket. Um, 
if NA if NA gets first, they probably will go all the way uh, to lose to LCK, beat LCK. Yeah, yeah um, of course. And you know, if I honestly think there's a good chance that NA does get first in their group, and that means they probably will be against EU LCS. So then NA versus EU will happen if uh, if they both get out of groups. Uh, who knows? Maybe they could. If they both take second place, they could be in the finals. You know that? How hype would that be? Yeah, no, that would, that that'd be pretty. Yeah, but that'd be pretty interesting <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, again, and and with these tournaments, like anything can happen, right? Like, I'm I'm not gonna discredit like any of the teams. Like, granted, I don't think CB Low is gonna necessarily win it. Um, I hope they've won at least the game, right? But mm-hmm. it is it is made of, of surprises, right? Um, I still think like yeah, NA yeah. Is, is strong, uh, but I don't know. I, I just feel like the LCK and LPL are, are just like ever so slightly stronger. <laughs> I will say that the NA LCS team seems just really random. Like we did say that there's a TSM synergy there, but Mike Young hasn't been with TSM for a split. You know, he's the newest member of TSM. Song is the newest member, but who cares? Song's just a co- not just a coach, but Song's a coach, so it's not like a synergy between players on right. playing. I mean, you have a mixed-up bot lane. It's Sneaky and Aphromu who don't play together. Uh, I think they they probably playing solo queue now together or something. Yeah, Bjergsen and Hanser, so you have that synergy there because they're both on TSM, but then Mike Young hasn't played with any of these guys either, so it's just like, it's a really weird, like, fun bag of players. A grab bag of players, not a fun bag. That sounds dirty. <laughs> um, <laughs> a grab bag of players that there could be serious synergy issues that uh, would be my excuse why NA is not actually the worst region, and we just got unlucky, oh, yeah, yeah. even though we got drafted into like the best group yeah, ever. Yeah, for sure. I think I think I, I agree with you. I think like mainly like I I'm pretty sure that at least like uh, Mike Young has played with. Bjergsen, like some solo queue. I don't know if like that that has brought yeah, yeah. to like a synergy where you'd say, "Oh my god, <laughs> mind readers!" Right? Uh, it it definitely uh-huh. hasn't happened with with Bjergsen, uh, with a uh, Hunter. I mean, you know, it's like that hasn't happened with Sneaky. You know, so it, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I think that's why it's like also like super fun. But again, like we also mentioned, if this does not interest you. There's more, right? There's 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 another half. There's another tournament. No way, Manny. There's, there's more. Wait, <laughs> there is more, <laughs> and that's I think maybe some of the f- most fun, like tournament, like like yeah, events that you could witness, and it's the lovely one v one tournament. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna hype, run us hype. through it, Sam? Yeah, so again, if you forgot from episode one, the 1v1 tournament, uh, it starts with the with the rest of the games on Thursday and it ends on Saturday. But basically, there's only 16 representatives in the All-Star tournament, even though there's plenty more players in it. And basically, uh, you start off in a, in a bracket of 16 players and until you get to the finals in the, where it's a best of three, I believe. Best of three yeah. for the finals. But basically, uh, starting from 
the beginning, it's best of one. I think the semifinals are best of threes, but uh, it's crazy. It's 1v1s. It's super exciting. I believe if the rules haven't changed since before, it's like the first person to 100 CS, the first turret, or first blood. So that's always really exciting. Hopefully, we don't see some boring just like farm, push, and don't die strategy. But at the same time, the players don't want to win that way either. Yeah, I think for the majority of players, um, like they they don't necessarily just want to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna farm to 100 CS, you know? Because I feel like first of all, it's just boring to play, and then that's also just they it's it's just supposed yeah. to be like fun, you know? No one wants to have bragging rights, and I can farm better than that pro player. No, no one wants to say that. No one wants that on their trophy, you know. So that's super exciting. We have the returning representative of last year's 1v1 tournament first place winner, which would be Uzi from, um, oh my god, yes. RNG. Royal Never Give Up. So in, uh, in China. And then it's interesting because I was looking at last year's format, which was actually a bigger 1v1 tournament. There's not that many people that are returning uh, for this year. So that's really interesting. So we have Uzi. Who who got first place? Then you have uh, Levi, who did pretty well in the one v one tournament. He actually went out against Uzi in the quarterfinals. And then you have Prey, Reckless, and Bjerg, Bjergsen, who are also part of the one v one that did not do well at all last year. So this is super super exciting, and the games are really quick. So you can actually watch the whole one v one tournament because just looking at Thursday night. It starts in, in my time zone, 11.15 to about 11.45. So that's 30 minutes, 20 minutes, you know? It'll be really, really quick. So then once it's all done, you can actually watch the VODs and zip through all the 1v1s. It's super exciting. This is where all the pros are actually kind of taking it seriously. Because you'll see pros like make agreements like, okay, we're just going to play these two champions, which is always fun if it's like a grudge match like that. But at the same time, they're going to be there to win it and get really, really intense. We have some really interesting matchups that uh, we kind of want to highlight, especially for the first day. Uh, do yeah, you yeah talk for about sure. That so, one? I mean, you, you mentioned it before. Uzi versus Levi. Levi himself lost to Uzi. He was doing great. And that's, that's, that's one of the first matches, right? That's, they're both versing themselves. Yep. Levi is extremely great player, but Uzi's just such a mechanically like strong individual. I think it's gonna be so much fun to see these guys play. Um, I think also someone you left out was Faker. Uh, Faker has never made it past like I mm-hmm. think like the first round or like preliminaries. Like he's never made it into quarters. <laughs> and the reason I also say this because in the interview I was talking about earlier. Faker was like, yeah, I think my main goal is just to make it at least a quarters. And it's like, oh, so you just want to at least win one match. Okay, man. You know, so I think it's it's uh, super <laughs> funny. So, you know, that's that's one of the big ones. I think the other one is actually going to be Sneaky. Uh, Sneaky's game because mm. we haven't really, we haven't seen Sneaky, um, you know, play. In in it, um, because he hasn't been in all stars. I don't think, I don't want to say ever, but I think it's always it's almost always been double lift instead of sneaky. Uh, yeah. But sneaky is gonna be playing as BRTT or Brett or Bert. I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure exactly how um, he pronounce his name, uh, his ID. 
but they're both 80 carries. Brett is from the CB Lowell, uh, the Red Candidates, if I'm not mistaken. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, and I mean, like like Sam was mentioning, it's a quick tournament, right? It's a quick, like quick match. It's 100 CS. Usually you, that's that's when it goes long, right? That's when it goes the full like five minutes. <laughs> Because they're pro players mm-hmm. and they can see us like crazy. It's like that's that's as long as they'll go. But like it'll usually be, you go through picks and bans, because uh, you do ban, and then that's it, right? Like you you just go into the game, you play. I think like that one might be one of the most uh, interesting. Like those two matches might be uh, the most interesting ones in the first round. Um, the other ones are gonna be still interesting, but it's like I mean it's like for example Faker versus Vert. Uh, top laner and it's like you know hopefully i mean baker's most likely gonna be dominating that you know so not not knock on wood yeah knock on wood i don't know i don't want to jinx him but um i think i think it's interesting you know i think uh i want to highlight those i mean obviously bjergsen as well just because he's another na mid laner Mm -hmm. against fofo who is uh lms's mid laner for this year It'll be interesting. I think I think um, you know, there's some players that you might think, oh, you know, they're not that good mechanically, or there's a couple supports that you'd say, well, there's no way they'd beat a mid laner. But we'll see, right? I think that that's where it comes to be like super interesting. Yeah, it's just super hype. It's fun, and like seriously, because you have only a few. You really have like the the huge the big personalities and the big players of each region so if you follow lms you're like oh i know these two and i want them to win if you follow gpl you're like you know these people um for me it's like na and eu it's like oh my gosh bjergsen oh that's gonna be so exciting oh my god power of evil oh my god that's gonna be so exciting reckless oh that's gonna be super exciting sneaky oh like you know these people so you get so hype and it's so painful when they lose (laughs) hopefully they're all they don't all get knocked out in the first round uh, definitely yeah. watch 1v1s. Yeah, definitely and again, if, if for some reason you're on the East Coast uh, and it's midnight and you have work, class, whatever, and you can't stay up, uh, like we were talking about before, you can probably just watch the VODs no longer than 30 minutes per like round. Uh, so definitely, definitely would recommend that as well. So. Cool. All right. We got anything else we want to talk about with the... This all-star uh, matchups. I think. I think. I mean, if you if you do want more information, I know that we didn't really want to bore you with like too many details. Um, don't forget to check out the Lowell Esports website. Um, they have a lot of stuff on the all-star event. They have a meet teams with little bios and stuff. Uh, there's also the full schedule um, in case you want to look for a particular match. Um, and you can always watch the games themselves either on Twitch or on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. Um, again, it is going to be this weekend starting Thursday, December 7th, going on till Sunday, actually. I think I misspoke before. Sunday, December 10th. You can s- find it all on the Riot channels and stuff like that and the VODs. All the links will be in the episode description. So just to close out this episode, uh, we are now on iTunes and Google Podcasts. So that's super, super exciting. We are, have our YouTube as well, I'm not sure if we're going to keep it on the Lola YouTube channel. There'll be links again into the episode description. Uh, YouTube, if you don't, if you like, uh, 
I don't know. I like audio form. The YouTube format doesn't actually have that much extra. We just put like some pretty backgrounds on them. Um, but you can watch it on YouTube if that's your your choice of uh, yeah. medium. And then let's see, where else are we? We're, we're on SoundCloud. If you like SoundCloud and you can kind of like comment on specific spots. Either way, whatever you're watching, if you are enjoying this, I know it's a little early to be asking favors from you guys, but if you are enjoying this and want to help us grow so we can kind of do more and be, you know, give us that little encouragement and boost to just continue putting out awesome product like this, please share with people that you think would benefit from this. If you guys think that uh, you have a friend that kind of doesn't watch esports and you think they would like it, let them know and send this podcast to them so we can get a few more a big, a little bigger following to help us do more. So we'd really, really appreciate that. Also, giving us ratings on iTunes and stuff really, really helps us and gets the awareness out for this podcast. But besides that, if you want to contact us, you want to talk to us, you want to disagree with us on Twitter or anything like that, our Twitter is our Twitter handles are mine is at just casual nine man Manny's is at Manster four one five. Again, those links will be in the episode description. Uh, is there anything else um, I'm missing, man? No, I think, I mean, again, uh, super grateful if you've been listening to this podcast since the very beginning. If I mean, it's only been four episodes, but, you know, it, it, like Sam was saying, I think each episode is so, you know, so so important. Like, we love this, and I hope you guys are enjoying the content, and I hope we can bring you even more. So Yeah. Cool. Yep. So you have just listened to the Eye of the Watchers podcast, giving you all the information you need to get hyped about League of Legends esports. I'm Sam. Here I have with me Manny. And that is it for this episode. Until next time. Bye.